Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a podcast show that connects you with the people you love in a real and authentic way. Through storytelling, our aim is to inspire you to live your happiest, healthiest and most fulfilling life. We'll give you practical tools, life-changing rituals and a fresh perspective to fuel your health, wellness and mindset goals. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Welcome to your monthly dose of astro goodness with our resident astrologist, Christy Gray. Christy is deeply passionate about connecting you with your higher self through the power of astrology. Christy joins me for the first Monday of every month to give you a high vibe dose of astrology to help guide and support you on the month ahead. Here's Christy. Well, hello, my beautiful friend, Christy. Welcome back to the show. How are you today, my love? Oh, I am so great because I get to spend time with you and we've already been chatting about everything that's happening in the cosmos. And so it's so nice to be able to open up this conversation and share it with everyone else. Yes, I know. I'm actually so crazy excited for this episode because I feel like, you know, the Aries energy like we said it's so electric that you just like embody it so easily because it's like so intense and magical but I feel like I don't know a lot about Taurus season and I need to because my little man is a Taurus so I feel like I'm going to be surrounded by Taurus energy for a long time now Um, but I'm super excited to dive into this chat with you so thanks for being here once again. Oh thank you and yeah look Taurus energy is so grounded and intentional and it actually comes at the perfect time after Aries season. It's like last time we were high vibing and we were like, yeah, the energy's shifting. And then you can almost feel the shift of like, oh, okay, I've rode that energetic wave. Okay, now what do I do with that energy? And that's the cool thing about Taurus season, which we're going to unpack. I love that. And it's funny, isn't it? Because you can't ride that high vibe energy constantly like it's beautiful to sit in for for that while for that period of time and like really soak up and basking but then it also it's just like so impossible to operate at that frequency constantly oh absolutely because you end up getting burnout or you'll end up like having your attention scattered in so many different directions you'll end up initiating lots of things without Mm. really implementing and I think that's the most beautiful thing about Taurus and Taurus season is it teaches us to be patient to be loyal Mm. to trust in our manifestations and really work towards mastery and so it gives us this little collective breath that we can take together uh, so that we can work towards what we want our dreams and desires because there will be more high vibrational energy on the other side of Taurus season anyway (laughs) yes yeah I love that I definitely feel like personally I'm like stepping into that moment of just like needing to trust needing to ground and like have that breath because it's like you know I'm especially for anyone I guess who's listening who does live busy lives if that's in their career with kids whatever it may be it's like you do need that time to just like, oh, okay, I have a moment to breathe again, to just mm. take that rest. <laughs> so I guess yeah. what's the what's the main vibe? What's the overall like feeling with, with Taurus season? You've obviously already said like grounded in that, but I guess what will people really be feeling when this energy starts to shift? Yeah, number one, pleasure. 
I want like really embrace pleasure and abundance and abundance can come in many forms. Abundance can be through people, places and experiences. I always say our Torians, they teach us to really relish in the moment and enjoy like, you know, having dinner with friends or luxuriating and like with buying a beautiful candle. But it's really about pleasure and sensuality. Like how can you find pleasure in your day to day? That could be cooking a delicious meal or that could be spending time with your kids it really is what pleasure looks like to you and that can be from a self-love or a self-care perspective the other thing that I always highlight with Taurus because Taurus is ruled by Venus Venus is the goddess of beauty and love Venus is associated with values and money and so what I always say is abundance and manifestation is a really big theme for this month and just like pleasure comes in lots of different forms so does abundance and so whether you need to get your financial house in order like reassess your budget or look at your money goals or maybe look at how you can manifest more abundance from a time perspective or a relationship perspective it's really just looking at okay well what did I achieve over the last few weeks with Aries season and how can I really ground down and get intentional and start to really become the master of my manifestations? Oh, I love that. That's like deep stuff. That's so, so cool. I like that you said though, like with abundance, it can mean different things. And I guess, you know, we obviously live in a beautiful country that is so abundant um and you know whether a lot of the time we do just kind of more focus on that financial side when the word abundance is I guess how are some ways that people can really feel into abundance that's not necessarily wealth orientated yeah I think for me abundance comes with presence and Taurus teaches us how to be present And present means that you need to be mindful and really focusing on that present moment. And so the easiest and best place to start is with gratitude and cultivating a gratitude practice on a daily basis because I think that when you want to manifest and become a magnet to your desires, you have to not only believe you're worthy of your desires, you also need to be radiating or... Um, be from an energetic perspective that that you're open to receive and you're worthy of them and for me that I always come back to a daily gratitude practice for that because it helps you to focus on what you have rather than everything that you don't have oh my goodness you're so talking my language it is so wild like how much more um, I guess connected to this work I'm becoming since working with you because I was like I know I said to you before we started recording that I feel like I'm finally finding this bit more power in surrendering at the moment. And a lot of that has come down to gratitude. And I don't know if you've watched, um, I can never say his name, so excuse me, but Hugh Van Kydenberg, I think it is. He's the, um, he does the Resilience Project. He's also got an amazing Ah, podcast, which my husband and I are obsessed with. Yeah, Imperfects. So yeah. he, his um, resilience project talk, which he's done for like the last 10 years in like literally all the workplaces, big sporting clubs, you know, in the country have, has just been brought out by Amazon and it's, it's, it's called gem and it's played on Amazon prime or whatever that is. And anyway, my husband and I are obsessed with him at the moment and um, we watched it the other night and like, I feel like I've been you know, I feel like I do sit a lot in a state of gratitude, but 
it just highlighted for me like how crazy important gratitude is to our everyday like and I feel like since watching that I've become so much more mindful of switching to that gratitude like that perspective of gratitude and focusing so much more on the abundance that I have around me rather than constantly what I need more of and the shifts that have come from that is so crazy I feel like It's just allowed me to let go of so much like control and worry and instead just like truly sit in this place of trust. And so when you were talking about that, then I was like, wow, like the energy around me has totally allowed me to step into that. Um, So yeah, thank you for sharing. I hope other people are feeling that way, but it is, it's just such a powerful place to sit is in gratitude. Yeah. And I think too, it's finding the right gratitude practice that works yes. for you. Yep. Because there's so many approaches to cultivating gratitude. And I've even found myself, I've, I've had a gratitude practice in one way or another, I would say probably for the last eight years, and it changes a lot. Yes. But okay. I find that there's been times in my life where it has been a little bit repetitive. Like I've yeah. been saying the same things every day. And so I find that that's why it's really important to find something that works for you personally rather than someone else's approach. And there's so many amazing ways you can cultivate mm. gratitude on a day-to-day basis. I love that. Do you know, that's really interesting because that was something Hugh mentioned in his talk was like, just saying what you're grateful for for each day after a while like you're just repeating yourself so I'm pretty sure what he said was like even going to bed and saying to your partner like what went well for you today because it's like every day is different you know so it's like there's always something different that you either that went well or you appreciated today and so he's like it keeps that kind of at the front of your mind um but yeah I took a lot from that series in terms of gratitude because I I do think that sometimes it can you know once you've said that you're grateful for your job and having money in your home and all of that like it does get it does get repetitive. So having those those different, I guess, little tools that work for you in a place of gratitude. Um, something I've even started with Georgia is really starting that conversation of like um, at the end of when she goes to bed each night, we do some like little mindful stretching and then we do this like rainbow breathing. And then I always ask her like what made her happy today? What did she enjoy today? But I also say what was hard today. And so she like sometimes she like she's quite cute because often mine is like, just waking up and you know getting up tired was hard for me just say oh mummy going to kinder today and I was so tired was so hard but I feel like sometimes it's not but then I'll say to her but what were you so proud of like you know after it being hard so it's almost starting this conversation of teaching her a little bit to like be grateful for the things that can also be a bit tricky for us to do um so there is so many different like tactics and ways that you can integrate it but it's totally I guess what feels right for you so what feels really good for you at the moment from a from a gratitude perspective yeah so I um find for myself there's like two parts to this so I at the moment I'm using an app called the morning app and I paid for the full version because you can actually put your own prompts in there it was like 9.99 or something and so what I did is I actually sat down and I was like okay how can I reinvigorate my gratitude practice and so I write down the three things that I'm grateful for today and I do that after my meditation practice in the morning so I've really cleared my head and I can lean into it Um, but one of the things that I ask myself is what is the energy I want to cultivate today (laughs) 
And also, <laughs> I love your face right now. I wish everyone could see it. It was like this real moment of pleasure. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, this is so fantastic. <laughs> so good. So like, good. <laughs> yeah. And also, how can I be 1% better today? Because as a Virgo, and this is what I loved when you were even talking about your practice with Georgia, is like, as a Virgo, you know, there can be times where you are the ultimate perfectionist. You want everything to go right, and it's not about being perfect. It's it's about recognising sometimes what doesn't go right, but also what can you change to be better tomorrow. And so that's what I'm leaning into at the moment. Oh, girl, I love that. That is awesome. I feel like a lot of people will take that away because I feel like, well, it's an easy practice, but like how powerful would that be? That's so cool. Yeah, I really need to start start doing that. One was um, I've got this like little meditation journal thing that I created when I be- became a mum because I found journaling, you know, a really time-consuming thing to do. But um, one of the questions at the bottom is like, what is one step I can take today towards my big vision? So it might even just be something like emailing, you know, like reaching out to someone that you, you know, want to engage with in your business or, you know, like it could be anything, but it's just like that one little step that's like actually getting you closer to those bigger desires and goals that you have. Um, so I feel like all of those, yeah, those little questions are just so powerful, aren't they? To, to continue to keep you aligned with the bigger picture and the, you know, the vibe that you want to be carrying through with. I'm going to steal that one. I really like that oh, one. Yeah, What's do it. I need to you send you one of those today. notepads, actually. Let, let me do that. It's a fun little, it's a fun little daily exercise. Um, now, I really want to talk about transformation because I know you mentioned um, before we hit record that people will probably be feeling a bit of a transformation throughout this month. So I guess what might people be feeling during tourist season? Yeah, so the biggest thing is, is we're right in the middle of eclipse season. So we've navigated our first solar eclipse of the year. We're now about to embark on our first lunar eclipse of the year. And so even though I am always 99% of the time positive, high vibrational energy, I also understand that sometimes through intense transformation and change, it feels uncomfortable, it feels crunchy, Mm. it feels sticky, and it's in those moments, it can be really hard to cultivate gratitude or feel abundant. And so being in the middle of eclipse season, the biggest thing I want to highlight is that you will be a completely different person on the other side of this period. And Whoa. that holding that vision, yeah, it's 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 it can feel like for some for some of you listening that could feel really heavy and scary, and for some of you you're like yeah, bring on the change. But what I would say is that the growth and the transformation and what you're thinking and feeling right now, it's going to contribute to who you're here to become and who mm. your higher self is. And so lean into it to the best of your abilities and allow emotion to, like allow yourself to feel a full spectrum of emotion. Just make sure you have practices and rituals in place to help you to move through with grace, ease and kindness. Okay. Yeah, I love that. And what it would be, I guess, if someone is feeling really into those like heightened big emotions, what's maybe one little practice or ritual if they don't already have one in their toolkit that they could maybe lean on? Yeah, just the easiest thing to do is to go outside 
at any time during the day and just connect bare feet to earth because that will help to bring energy from your head to your body. Um, if you need to stamp it out a bit, do that. But just take a breath and just notice your surroundings and just connect with nature. And that's what Taurus also teaches us because it is, it's a fixed earth sign. Earthly pleasures and nature connection are really important uh, and it helps to put things into perspective. I love that. It's such a beautiful way to lean into that abundance as well because when you're really present in that moment and your surroundings and taking that in, it just shows how much abundance you can actually get from nature and outdoors as well, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you're not going to get it from your phone. <laughs> yes, so true. It's so interesting like learning more about Taurus through you because – um, yeah, obviously Rocco, my little man is a Taurus and he is obsessed with outside. So George is like, you know, just into the arts and crafts and doing all the small like dainty things. But Rocco is upset. Like he will literally stand at the door and like bang to go outside. And when he's outside, he's just like, it's like he's just lit up to another level. And I'm like, it's so interesting, like seeing how much that does like ground him and make him feel connected already at such a young age. So um, I love that we all get to enjoy a bit more of that this season as well, because I think it's, yep. it's such a powerful thing. Um, and I know, you know, there's a lot of people that do live in really abundant outdoor environments, you know, Queensland, all of those, but there's also people that, that live in cities and stuff. So even getting to those like botanical gardens or those, you know, little areas in your, in your vibrant cities that can bring that like bit of earth feeling to you is yeah, a cool little maybe thing to focus on this month. Um, so I guess, is there going to be any, I guess with every season, this is life of course, but we are faced with challenges. So is there anything, I guess, that really stands out to you in terms of challenges that we might be faced with over the, over the next month or so? Yeah, so we've got a couple of big celestial shifts this month. So we've got our first one I mentioned before, which is our lunar eclipse, and that's happening in the sign of Scorpio. So think of it as an energetically charged full moon that's happening on the 6th of May. And then we've also got Jupiter, the planet of expansion, moving into Taurus, which will affect our Taurians in the best possible way on the 17th. But before I dive into that, I think that if we are going to be faced with any challenges, it will be around that lunar eclipse. Because being especially in the sign of Scorpio, Scorpio represents potent, powerful and intense emotions because our okay. Scorpios have this intense need to feel I think of Scorpio because it's a fixed water sign. It represents our instincts and our emotions. And so it's going to be really important that you connect with your intuition more than anything else this month and really ask yourself, well, what is it that I need? And I think I, I talk to so many clients about intuition because I think one of the biggest things that comes up with this topic of conversation is like how do I trust it or how do I connect with it and I think too because we have a bit of head versus heart sometimes we trust our intuition but then our ego jumps in and we rationalize our decisions mm. and the easiest way there's this amazing book if you want to dive into it it was one of the first books that I was given on my spiritual journey and it's called Intuition by Paul Fenton Smith and he is an amazing uh, intuitive based in Australia, but he just gives you all these different ways of how to connect with your intuition. And one of the things I learned really early on, and it's so easy for you to do, is if you are needing to connect with your intuition and to build that level of self-trust within yourself, 
is there's two types of intuition. There is animal intuition and spiritual intuition. And animal intuition is when you require a yes or no answer. It's something that's quite probably simple. Uh, I say simple in the sense of it's like, how much do you trust yourself? But say, for instance, it might be a decision that is something that, you know, well, what should I have for lunch today? Or, oh, should I say yes to this event? And that just by connecting with that animal intuition, all you need to do is close your eyes, take a breath and ask yourself the question that you, for the answers that you seek. And just really paying attention to that gut response, like what is your body trying to tell you in that moment? Are you, is it getting you excited? Do you have butterflies in a good way? Mm. Um, you know, are you, all of a sudden, are you sitting a little bit taller than you were before? Or are your shoulders hunched over? And are you like rejecting even the question you're asking yourself? And that's a really great way to actually check in and go, well, what is my body trying to tell me in this moment? Because our mind-body connection is really powerful. Now, sometimes uh, we need more than a yes or no answer. It's something that does require more contemplation. And that's when we really need to tap into our spiritual intuition. Our spiritual intuition really is only cultivated by the, all the things that help to contribute to our mind, body, spirit perspective, meaning eating great food, nourishing our body, taking time for ourselves, self-care, spending time in nature, exercising, all of those things, because that actually puts us in alignment with our higher selves, and then we're more able to get the answers we seek. Wow, that's so cool. I really need to read that book. I can't believe I haven't read that book or heard about that book. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think that that was like, um, because I had some big, like um, some really bizarre, like out of body experiences when I first started on my spiritual journey and I was like, connecting with shaman and I was really searching for meaning and purpose and I actually got a little bit scared of how I could connect with my intuition and so that book was really grounding for me but I think what I got the most from it and everyone's different is that my body like just like your, your body keeps the score like that incredible book um, and how everything from an emotional standpoint is in the body so is how we connect with our intuition and it's so easy to do it's like just create a little bit of space connect with your breath, ask yourself the question and see how your body responds. And that can be a beautiful way when it's a very energetically char charged time like it will be this month. I love that. I love that so much. And it's interesting because something I often say about intuition is like giving your like giving yourself that chance to trust what you felt as well. Even if it just starts with you're asking yourself what you want for lunch and your body says a peanut butter sandwich. And so you trust that and you eat the peanut. Like it can be as simple as starting that. But the moment that you trust it and go with it, it's like that power inside you is just strengthened so much, isn't it? It's like, it's just like it gets stronger and stronger. And like sooner, like sooner rather than later, it's like so much of your life is led from that place of intuition because you have trusted it for so long now that it's like, I'm not going to let you down. Like I'm, I'm always going to be the strongest voice here. I'm going to be the strongest pull. Um, and so the more that you, you can trust that, like, and just, yeah. So I feel, I often say that starting point is like when you have that feeling or that pull, like trust that and move towards that. Like don't second guess it because, or yeah, go, you go. Oh, and I was going to say that when you do that, 
then when you listen to podcasts, when you read books, you're not looking for direction. It's a catalyst for inspiration because you trust yourself. Oh my goodness, that is so true, isn't it? It's funny that you say that actually because um, I have an amazing psychic who I've spoken about many times on this podcast. I've told you about it. Um, that I see she's here in Geelong, but she does online. Um, but she, it's funny because I was saying to a girlfriend the other day, we were on the phone and I was saying how like, oh yeah, at least my psychic said like, this is going to happen. So like about a big move that we really want to happen. And, and my friend kind of caught me off guard, but she's like, oh, you know that you, like, you don't need someone to tell you that. Like, you should be leading from your own intuition for that. And I was like, yeah, sorry. I maybe should have, like, corrected the way I said that. But I think exactly what you're saying then about the podcast, it's like sometimes those validations from other sources are just like that constant confidence booster. And that's what it is for me. It's like that comf- It's that, that little boost of like, I'm on the right track. I knew that this is where I, you know, like I knew this all felt right. I knew this is where I was meant to be. So it's just like all of those things just become those extra little pillars of growth that are like constantly expanding your mind and giving you that more trust and that more faith in, in where you're going and what you're believing in and what you're leaning towards. Um, so I love, love, love that you touched on that because I think that's incredible. It's so good. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And it just feels like this is just such a beautiful time to really uh, deepen that connection that you have with yourself. It's the perfect season to do that and to build mm. trust because uh, Taurus is associated with w- worthiness. So our self-worth and our self-esteem. And for me, like I always talk about empowerment and building confidence, but and I don't really like the fake it till you make it either. It's more about how can you embody this relationship with yourself in such an unwavering way that when you do go and seek out inspiration, guidance and support, it's exactly as you said, it's more like a confirmation and it's somebody Mm. cheering you on, which is only going to contribute to how you're vibrating anyway, rather than you actually seeking the answer and direction like somebody is on a pedestal that knows more than you at the end of the day. Yes, exactly. And it's almost like I feel like they're the things that have now allowed me to have so much more confidence in surrendering and trusting because it's like, no, I know like I know that there's th- not everything's going to be easy, you know. Like I always like to say it gets to be easy, which I do believe when it comes to like my work and stuff. But like there's still going to be challenging times. There's, you've still got to be patient. Like there's all of these things that you still need to encompass and embody, um, especially when it comes to manifesting. So, yeah, I feel like those little things have just really allowed me to just like surrender and trust that it is working out the way it's meant to. It, instead of what you said when I, I used to once upon a time go to them like for all the answers and like, you know, I'm holding on to it all for dear life. <laughs> it doesn't work out and I'm like, oh my goodness, but that's not how it's meant to be. <laughs> oh, me too, babes though. Like I did exactly the same in my 20s. Like I was searching for the answer, like somebody else had it. And I think that that's just a part of the process and for a lot of people on their spiritual journey because the person that they're seeking information from, their they're seeing them as some form of gatekeeper of 
information and knowledge and so I think that's really normal we have to Mm. go through that but that's also a part of the journey of how we continue to trust ourselves it's so true it's such a huge part and it's a part that you can be proud of to like look back and think oh wow how I once used to absorb that you know work or what I needed from it versus how I take it now I think yeah that's such it's such an important journey to to go through Mm. so I definitely don't want anyone listening who feels like they're more seeking the answers to worry. It's like, I think that that's just proof that you're definitely on the right path and to keep, you know, doing the things and expanding your mind because it just, it does kind of naturally start to fall into place, doesn't it? Yeah. And too, like I was only having a conversation with a beautiful client the other day around, because she actually wants to become an astrologer. And we were just talking about all these amazing esoteric practices because she was um, deciding if she wanted to lean into tarot or astrology or maybe a combination of the two. And I just said to her, I said, anytime you're seeking out information or inspiration from somebody that you admire or you need to learn from it's actually a really beautiful thing because like all of these practices they're language I always say astrology Mm. is language and so like any type of language it gives you perspective it gives you things to consider and somebody can might use a word in a particular sentence and it just is that moment where it sparks that curiosity in you and that's the best thing about going on any type of spiritual journey Oh, yes. I love that so much. It is. I always feel like, um, I f- like remember having this moment where I felt like things, I don't know how to articulate this correctly, but it was almost like these little moments of having more wisdom unlocked in you. So it was like these, you know, like if you read a certain book or you connect with someone, like I've connected with you and it's like all of a sudden the way that you talk or the way that you say resonates so deeply and it's like it's unlocked this new wisdom inside of me that I've been trying to tap into or to open up but haven't quite done so yet. Um, So that's where I just think like, you know, books and, you know, people like you and Instagram and podcasts can be so powerful. Well, my love, thank you so much for joining me again today. I oh, seriously just love these episodes so much. So thank you for connecting with me. Please let everyone know where they can find you because I know your podcast as well, like goes even deeper on this sort of stuff as well. So if you are getting, um, you know, a bit out of this and you want to go deeper, please make sure you're connecting with Christy on Instagram and through her podcast. But do you want to give a little shout out to all the beautiful places people can connect and find you? Of course, I'll be in the show notes, but come and come and connect with me on the gram that's always my favorite place to connect with you because then we can just chat in the dms and you can always find me over at christy gray and i've made a few changes to the cosmic hotline the podcast that i have just to make sure that you're getting different sources of inspiration and information there as well from what you do on the healthy hustlers podcast too so i love that because you now have these you have a um, weekly little forecast as well so if you're kind of wanting that burst of inspiration each week to know what's ahead then definitely check out Christy's podcast. I have got it linked in the show notes. But otherwise, we will see you all in June. That's my birthday month. I'm so excited for June. <laughs> oh, and the energy is going to be high vibing once again as we start to navigate Gemini season. And we've still got lots more to unpack on the horizon. So, and I can't wait to celebrate your birthday month either. Oh, thanks. I definitely am a fan of my birthday. So you'll all know about it. Don't worry. Awesome. Thank you so much, babe. Lots of love to you and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review.